Welcome to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Sunday afternoon to you. I am Jason Kong here alongside Dr. Charles Ashley Mann with Charles Ashley Mann Family Dentistry. He's the expert that we bring in every Sunday to uh, talk to us about oral health and why that's important for great overall health. And Dr. Mann, how are you today? I'm doing great. Excellent. Excellent. Love to hear it. And uh, we've got uh, an interesting topic lined up again today, and uh, we're calling it Healthy Start. What is that? Healthy Start is basically um, a program that was started by Dr. Bergeson. He's an, he's an orthodontist, and he um, discovered uh, 50 years ago that there was some sleep uh, breathing disorders in a lot of his young children that he was seeing. And um, he found that if he could treat those sleep breathing disorders, uh, a lot of uh, symptoms that he was seeing went away, and it made him easier uh, it made his uh, movement of teeth easier when they got to a certain age. So it started out as orthotain was the original name that he gave it. But it now – Healthy Start is, was a smart, uh, yeah, smart name change. Yeah, it is a good change, yeah. <laughs> um, so now um, it's called Healthy Start because we start kids off at a very young age um, by diagnosing them early on with sleep breathing disorders. How early are we talking about? Two years of age. Oh, wow. Yeah. The earlier you can diagnose uh, a child with a sleep breathing disorder, um, the better off and easier it is to stop that habit. Yeah. This is an estimate that 40 million um, uh, kids out there are affected by sleep breathing disorder. And about nine out of 10 children are suffering from at least one, if not more, um, of the symptoms that are, that are related to uh, sleep breathing disorders. But the 40 million that we're talking about, they're suffering pretty heavily, significantly, and most uh, parents um, are not really aware of it. And if they are, they don't know what where to turn to. Yeah. Um, so that's where Healthy Start comes into play. Well, Dr. Mann, I've got an 18-month-old at home, so you've oh, got yeah. me on high alert. So <laughs> uh, what are some of the signs and symptoms that I, I need to be looking mm-hmm. out for? One of, the, uh, one of the first things, of course, sleep breath, disordered breathing. One of the first things you have to do as a parent is you've got to watch your child. You know, 18 months is, a, is is not a bad age to start, but we, we tell pay, uh, parents to start around age two mm-hmm. to start watching. Uh, one of the things you want to watch for is mouth breathing, okay? Mouth breathing at night, okay, and mouth breathing during the day is a bad thing, okay? So if you watch your child and their lips are separated throughout the whole day, that means they're mouth breathing, mm-hmm. okay? It doesn't have to be where you hear them go, <gasps> You know, it's basically they're taking small breaths through their mouth that their lips are not being, you know, while they're at rest. Um, Go in and watch um, them sleeping at night. If they're breathing through their mouth, if they're snoring, if they're restless, if they wake up on the opposite end of the bed than what you put them on, um, you know, if they're having problems falling asleep. Uh, like refusing to go to bed mm-hmm. early on, that could be a sign that you know that they're having some issues with um, sleep breathing disorders. Dark circles under the eyes are a very common thing that we see. It's called venous pooling, and it comes from mouth breathing and having a hard time breathing in general. Um, but these are some of the symptoms in the early stages. Gotcha. With, with breathing disorders. Now, as the child ages, if if we don't start uh, treating it by uh, two and three and four years old. Um, it can it can culminate into attention deficit disorder type uh, uh, symptoms. You start seeing uh, you know speech there you know problems. Um, that's a sign that there could be some sleep breathing disorders. Um, uh, hyperactivity. Um, that's that's 
can be a sign. And people say, well, how is that a sleep breathing disorder? Okay, and how can lack of sleep um, cause someone to be hyperactive? Well, when a child doesn't get sleep, which is REM, REM is good sleep, which is the rest uh, or rapid eye move is what we mm-hmm. call it. But that's the restful state. We, we want to get 30% of our sleep in REM. Um, if a child doesn't get that, they don't uh, revamp their endocrine system. Okay. So when they don't revamp their endocrine system, a lot of things can happen. You know, it can stunt your growth. Um, it can cause you to be a little overweight uh, for your age. Um, there's a number of things that can occur. So if we can diagnose these sleep breathing disorders early and catch them, then we can treat them and then we can do it, it can help in a number of ways in the future. Gotcha. Um, now, I've, I've yet to take my son to the dentist yet. When was the, the proper time to introduce them, I guess, to a dentist mm-hmm. if you're maybe starting to notice uh, any of these symptoms? Now, if you're a good dental patient and you go to the dentist um, and your dentist sees children like we do, then I would bring them in starting at around age two. Okay. Um, unless they're having problems before that. Yeah. Um, your your pediatrician is pretty good about looking at the mouth up to around age two. And even even a little bit afterwards, but um, start bringing them in and let them get used to seeing, uh, you know, seeing the dentist watching you, and and that it's not that big a deal. And then, um, then the, then they'll allow the dentist to evaluate them um, without having any fear and uh, it not being a, a shock the first time they come to the dentist because a lot of them might associate it with. The pediatrician who mm-hmm. is notorious for giving little kids shots that they don't like. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned that the, I guess, the lower range for this is around two years old. Is this something that, you know, can develop over time so that, you know, you might seeing it at three or four? Or does it, is it readily apparent around the two? It may not be a, a readily apparent to the, to the parent, but if we go back and all the, all the patients that we treated with Healthy Start, um, we have a questionnaire that we have the parents fill out, and it's about 18 questions that that, would, that that are asked that help us determine if someone has sleep breathing disorders. If you go back and ask, there's at least four or five of those that started at around age two that they just ignored. Wow. That basically were part of the problem that they culminated. And then when they got four or five, they realized. One of the biggest things that we see, and it's, a, it's an embarrassing thing for parents because they really don't want to talk about it, is bedwetting. Um, if your child is bedwetting, you know, after potty training and it's and, it, and it's very difficult um, to get them to stop wetting the bed. And we have bedwetters up to 12, 13, 14 years of age in our practice that we're treating. Um, it, it, um, that's a that's a sign of a sleep breathing disorder. And the main part is breathing through the mouth. If you can get them to stop breathing through the mouth, most of the time the bedwetting will go away. But if there's anybody out there who has, you know. You know, someone who's past the potty training stage and they're still wetting the bed at night, they're not meaning to, um, then then there's an answer for them. And that's the Healthy Start program. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, it's fascinating because you wouldn't necessarily associate uh, some of these or symptoms or, I guess, uh, uh, causes uh, with uh, with mouth breathing. But, uh, man, it sounds like it can cause a, a tremendous amount of uh, frustration. Yes, uh, and it's funny because you know it, it it plays a big role in a lot of things. Um, a lot of times, young kids will, will have allergies. They could have allergies that cause their um, nose to be stuffed up all the time. They have to breathe through their mouth. Um, they could get a bad cold 
on a regular basis. Um, one of the another signs that we haven't talked about is if, if your if your child is getting a lot of ear infections, that's another sign of mouth breathing or sleep breathing disorder that can be addressed with healthy start. Um, but those things will actually form if they're allowed to go on. They will actually increase the size of the tonsils. Mouth breathing does. So if you think about it, when you breathe through your nose, all those allergens that you're breathing are being uh, filtered out through mucus and through the hairs and cilia in your nose. Mm-hmm. Um, you also produce something called nitric oxide when you breathe through your nose, which is an anti-inflammatory. When you breathe through your mouth, all those allergens collect in your tonsils. That's the only place they got to go. That's that filter is your tonsils. Your tonsils don't like it. So what do they do? They swell. Okay. And when you breathe through your mouth, you don't produce nitric oxide, so you don't produce an anti-inflammatory that keep those tonsils smaller. As your tonsils swell, it makes it harder for you to breathe, but it also does something more importantly, pushes your tongue forward, Hmm. okay? When you push your tongue forward, think about it, you're automatically wanting your mouth to come open, right? okay? You're also pushing, uh, putting pressure and causing open bites. So we haven't even gotten to that side of it, but it also affects your skeletal profile as you age if you're a mouth breather. Oh, man. Well, let's let's dive into that a little bit more after the break. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, and we're talking all about the Healthy Start program and the uh, uh, the ways that this affects uh, the pediatrics and young kids. It's, uh, it's fascinating. It's an interesting discussion, and we'll continue that right after this, right here on Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Welcome back to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF. Dr. Charles Ashley Mann alongside me, Jason Kong, here today. And uh, we do this actually every Sunday at 4.30, and it's uh, it's been a fun show. I've been enjoying this, Dr. Mann. We're talking all about the Healthy Start program, and uh, we, we were just talking about some of the, uh, the effects that um, – mouth breathing can have some of the long-term effects that this can cause and uh it's it's kind of scary the uh, the different effects that this can cause mm-hmm. one of the things that we're seeing is you know our diet today is a lot different than it was you know 50 years ago you know our diet for children has changed to one that's more processed and soft okay so with that uh you know we basically are, are keeping our children on a soft diet longer than they really should be Okay, we're keeping them on sippy cups and bottles longer than they should be, um, and we're we're allowing them to suck their thumb and use passies longer than they should be. Okay, all of this um, basically narrows the airway. It narrows your mouth, which is your airway, and it narrows pretty much your upper airway is what we call it, your nasopharynx area, um, and so. Uh, these things have been going on for quite a while. So that's why, you know, 40 million kids are suffering from a sleep breathing disorder. Okay. And we're seeing, I think, a lot more use of ADD and ADHD medications that could be, preve- be prevented if we start kids early and diagnose these sleep breathing disorders. Okay. If we did start treating um, a lot of these kids with ADHD at age two, you would, the symptoms would go away. Um, and, I've, and I've seen it happen. Yeah. Uh, in, in my practice. So I know that it can happen. Not all ADHD is caused by sleep breathing disorders, but many of them are. But if we also um, get get uh, children to stop sucking their thumb at an early age, if we take that passy away at an early age, if we get them into a sippy cup and off a bottle 
and then get them off the sippy cup into a regular cup sooner, we start seeing that the muscles of mastication, which are the muscles that control our jaws for chewing and things like that, will develop, which helps develop a larger airway, a larger jaw pattern, which is why it will help with how the teeth have room to come in. With that, with the larger you know jaws, the proper jaws um, formation, um, we don't see crowding of teeth. We don't see overbites. Wow. Um, we see a lot less of those things with kids that are treated in a healthy start at an early age. Gotcha. Now, you mentioned some of these things that uh, might exacerbate the uh, the open mouth breathing, like the uh, the pacifier or the, um, you know, not not moving over to the sippy cut and then away from that. Mm-hmm. Do you have like uh, some maybe target ages in mind where you might where parents might want to consider, OK, it's time to move away from this? Yeah. So pacifier um, and or thumb, you want to try to get that to stop as early as one year old. Okay. okay. You want to try to transition to a sippy cup as quick as you can, too. Um, and, and, and that's different for every every child. But um, I would say probably about the same age, start trying to get them um, into, uh, you know, a sippy cup from the bottle. Um, most bottle nipples. Um, now, breastfeeding is really good. It actually helps develop the airway. So we're not we're not telling telling parents to, hey, stop breastfeeding. But those who are using a bottle on a regular basis, it it there's none out there that can mimic um, the breast. And so uh, the sucking patterns that occur with the nipples on bottles just constrict the airway and the actual arch. Um, and, and, and you have to think uh, the bones are very elastic. Mm-hmm. At, at a young age, so they're kind of be they can be molded into whatever uh, they're doing over and over and over again. Um, so uh, if we can get them off at an early age, we it's better for the child. One of the hardest things is some is thumb sucking. That's why I encourage parents to actually, if they see a child early on start sucking their thumb, take it out and put a passy in. You can take a passy away, but you can't cut a thumb off. (laughs) Okay. And we've gone to some drastic measures to try to get kids up to age seven to stop uh, sucking their thumb. And it it becomes a a hard, hard habit to break for many kids. Um, It becomes a clutch. And Mm -hmm. it's a subconscious habit. They don't even know they're doing it sometimes. But we have to go to some. I think it's kind of barbaric by putting hot sauce and, you know, bad things that, that, that taste bad. But there's some kids that suck, you know, they don't even care. They, they get it off and they continue to suck their thumb. Then we have to start using oil appliances to try to, you know, that, 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 that is uncomfortable when they put their thumb in to, to get them to stop. Yeah. But basically thumb sucking and passy sucking, past, uh, the longer they do it, the more constricted their upper arch becomes and the more – airway problems they're going to have and the more crowding and skeletal problems they'll have as they mature. Remember, by age 12, 97% of most females, their skeletal profile has already developed. They only have 3% left. Wow. By age 12? By age 12, most females. Oh, 13 to 14 for boys. 97%, 93 to 97%. There's not a lot of room to work. Right. To, to, to correct, uh, uh, you know, the skeletal profile. Very good. Man, That's uh, that, that'll give you something to think about if you've got a, a little girl at home. Man, by age 12, well, I, I had no clue. And boys, too, you know, because it's not 13, 14 for them. So it's, yeah. it's really not a long – I mean, once uh, they hit a certain age, it's very hard to correct any skeletal deficiencies that we see. Some of the deficiencies that we might want to watch out for is, is their jaw retruded back. It's not even with their upper jaw. 
um, or a very narrow upper upper uh, lip uh, that would signify that uh, they have a constricted upper arch. Um, so those are a few things. Open bites. If uh, they can't touch their front teeth together, those are all skeletal discrepancies that can be corrected when we start early on. But they can't. It's very, very hard without surgery once 97% of your skeletal profiles develop. Yeah, man. Again, this seems to be a popular theme, but it's once you notice something, it's very important. It seems to act early. Uh, and, and to get ahead of things. Well, we're right up against a break, and we're talking all about the uh, the Healthy Start program and avoiding pediatric sleep disordered breathing. And we'll continue that conversation in just a bit. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680. WPTF want to remind you that if you want to leave a voicemail for Dr. Mann, you can do that. We'll answer it here on the program. You'll hear it directly from Dr. Mann. You can do that by calling 919 588 3051. That's 919 588 3051. You can call that number at any time and leave a voice message for Dr. Mann, and we'll answer it here live on the program. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF. Welcome back to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. I am Jason Kong. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we're talking all about the Healthy Start program and avoiding pediatric sleep disorder breathing. And Dr. Mann, we've we've talked a lot about these uh, these issues, uh, the open mouth breathing and the problems that that causes. And we've we've talked a little bit about Healthy Start, but let's let's really dive into how this treatment works. What is involved with correcting some of these problems? So Healthy Start basically is the use of oral appliances. Okay. Okay. Um, the fir- there's two stages, basically. The first stage is the habit corrector phase. And we call that habit correctors because we want to either stop a habit from occurring or we want to stop a habit that's already been um, been formulated or uh, a bad habit, I should say, not just a habit, but a bad habit that, um, that a child has already started. Um, and we use something called a habit corrector. And what does that habit corrector? It's a it's a it's a clear plastic piece, and we can start as early as age two, and we can go all the way up into adulthood for some people. We again, the longer or the older the patient is, the longer it takes to stop the habit. The sooner we can get it in, the easier it is. So some of the habits that we're stopping, of course, breathing through the mouth. The habit corrector has a seal that will seal off the lips that will make and force a person to breathe through their nose while they're sleeping. Okay, that takes a little bit of uh, getting used to in the younger population. But we have many six, seven, eight-year-old bedwetters, especially that come in that take to it right away. We've seen bedwetting stop within two days after starting wearing one of wow. these. Yeah, um, some some take longer, but we've seen two days, two weeks, up to two months. Haven't had a single one yet that didn't stop. Wow, bedwetting that was that was doing it at night yeah. in their later years. So um, mouth breathing is key. So they focus in on that. The other thing is um, it keeps someone from t- uh, the child from tongue thrusting, pushing that tongue forward. If they have large tonsils, they're going to want to uh, push the tongue forward to open up their airway automatically. It becomes a habit, and so it will stop tongue thrusting with these little devices on the front of it. And it forces the tongue to the roof of the mouth, which is where our tongue should naturally sit. This, in, 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 um, by natural um, occurrence, will cause the palate to expand and get wider, okay, which allows more tea, uh, room for teeth to come in as the adult 
adult teeth come in. The other thing it does is it slightly moves the lower jaw forward. Okay, um, this will allow uh, what we call condylar growth, which is growth in the joints, that will allow the lower jaw to be positioned perfectly with the upper jaw, so that we don't see overbites. You know how you see people that have their upper teeth are way out in front um, of their of their uh, lower teeth. That is because that lower jaw didn't grow. Okay, this will stimulate at an early age proper growth of the lower jaw, so that we don't see any issues with. Um, uh, we call it class twos, but basically deficient lower jaws. Um, the other thing that it does is um, it naturally um, there's there's some natural palatal expanders incorporated in it. So that if the tongue is not doing the job, it will do uh, the job with those natural palatal expanders. This is all in one device. So wow. it's patented is is patented by Healthy Start. Mm-hmm. You know, Dr. Bergerson created this over a 50-year period. This is last year was his 50-year anniversary, and he has treated 3.5 million kids around the world with Healthy Start. Most people don't know about it because it hasn't, you know, been very popular on the East Coast. It's been very popular on the West Coast for a while, but you know, we're one of four or five dentists in North Carolina that offer it. But um, the first stage is that habit corrector. The second stage is something called a guide appliance. Okay, and this is when we come in when um, a child's teeth start coming in. So when their front four teeth or their lower four teeth start coming in, we take impressions and pictures and we send them to Healthy Start. And they will actually make a custom guide that they wear at night that will help guide their teeth in straight. Okay, A little bit different than a traditional orthodontics. Mm -hmm. Traditional orthodontics waits till the teeth come in and then they straighten. Okay. Or we straighten, I should say. Um, this guides the teeth in straight so that you don't have to come back and get orthodontic treatment. Okay. What's the positives of that? Well, the positives are as the teeth are coming in, we don't have these vines or these ligaments attached yet. Okay. So we can easily move the teeth. In, in um, traditional orthodontics with brackets, um, the ligaments have already attached. So we're stretching those ligaments. Okay, and that's one of the reasons why we have to wear those dreaded um, retainers the rest of our life where our teeth move back because those ligaments have memory and they go back. With the Healthy Start program, if you guide the teeth in while the, uh, before those ligaments attach, you do not see the relapse that, you see with, that we see with traditional orthodontics. Um, there's a lot of people out there that have orthodontics that come back and get it again because they refuse to wear their retainer. We don't see that with, with um, Healthy Start. Um, the other good thing about Healthy Start is it is a little bit easier to, to brush um, and keep your teeth clean so we don't see as much decay around brackets and plaque because you can take those um, that, that guide appliance in and out. Okay? And um, the only negative thing about it is you have to be compliant. Right. If you don't wear it, it won't move your teeth. Mm-hmm. Whereas with braces – you don't have a choice. They're, they're, they're glued into your mouth. So, But um, it's highly effective, and we prefer to move teeth and get the problem solved before uh, the skeleton fully develops so that um, you know, we, we, we have a better outcome. That's great. That's great. And uh, if yeah. folks want to uh, learn more about this or maybe you want to schedule an appointment or uh, get a, a, you know, an exam and see if this is the right thing for you, give Dr. Mann a call in the office at 919-462-9338. That's 919 919- 
462-9338. He's got two offices, one in Cary at 315 East Chatham Street and also an office in Garner off of Highway 70. Uh, Dr. Mann, that's, uh, that'll do it for Teeth Talk this week. This kind of flew by. What Flew by, yes. If you, anybody wants any free consults for Healthy Start, just go to smileman.com and they can actually request an appointment online. And uh, remember, your day will go the way the corners of your mouth turn. So smile. God loves you. Excellent. And we got a topic set for next week? We do. We are going to talk about the dreaded root canal. Oh, the root canal. Uh, Excellent. Well, we will do that next Sunday at 430 here on Teeth Talk. We hope you'll join us. You've been listening to News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great day.